back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Under the Influence. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's episode 41. 41. 41. 41. No cool words for that. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, I'm Big Cass. I'm that guy, PM. How you doing, bro? Shit, I'm all right. Glad to be here. Yeah, you and me both, bro. Shit. Tired and worn down as usual, but that's life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's another week. Yeah, it's another week, man. And we are back for your listening pleasures. Yeah, as usual, like and subscribe <laughs> for the YouTubers. Uh, the notifications. Keep on listening. Keep on. Appreciate you. Especially across the world. Yeah. Appreciate that a lot. Uh, I guess before we get get going... Rest in peace to my guy, Razor Ramon. Yeah. Dead at 63. Mr. Scott Hall. Yeah, Scott Hall. He uh, went in for hip surgery. For real? He went in for hip surgery, and while on the table, he had three heart attacks. Mm. And then uh, he was on life support for a while, then he took him off of that shit, and he died. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. He was, he was, he was, he was fine. Right. And he went in. You know, sometimes that that body that that shit just can't take that trauma. Yeah, it was in, it was in, it was in, it was on the table getting surgery, oh. and and had they went into heart attacks. Damn, you know, it's that something should have happened to Kanye West's mama. Right, she was getting some surgery done and went started having heart attacks on the table. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you know you older and. Some surgeries and that the trauma and shit, the, the, mm. especially if the heart was already, Lord knows what's got all to deal with himself, but Lord, you know, the heart's already yeah. on the, if we could barely chug it along, goddammit, you put it under that trauma. That's gonna happen. Yeah. Damn. It wasn't like he was doing it, he was trying to help himself. Yeah, yeah, he was getting, he was getting, some, he was getting hip surgery. Shit. Yeah, it's so a rest easy. Yeah, on uh, rest in peace to Tracy Braxton, one of the yeah. Tony Braxton's older sister. Yeah, that was the other one I had too. Yeah, she uh, she was fifty. What was it? Cancer or leukemia? I didn't see. I it just was, seen the headline. It was cancer. It was she cancer. She been fighting. She been battling cancer. Okay. She was cool. I used to watch her all the time on the uh, when they had their show, Braxton Family Values. I think it was. I remember that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That's before old girl broke off with her own show, right? Uh, Tamar. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Sound like a good spinoff anyway. Um, prayers to DMX's son. DMX's youngest son with his fiance, the one he was engaged to when he passed, yeah. is battling stage three kidney disease. Yeah. Yeah. So, so prayers to, prayers to that little guy. Uh, Exodus. That's his name? Exodus, yeah. He's battling stage three kidney disease. So, prayers for him. Prayers for that little fella. He had a little dog out here going through that. Nah. So, I think that's it for all the sad stuff. All right. On to some of these topics. Should we go first? I'll kick it off. Go ahead. Juicy Smoulette. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to not even bring oh, no. it up. Going right into it. Juicy Smoothie. Juicy Smoothie. Uh 
small gays. Did you see what they gave him? The time? Nah, for some reason I might say 40 years. No, 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 no. No, what was it though? You gave him 150 days in jail. What? 30 months of felony probation and a bunch of community service for falsifying a hate crime or whatever. He better do that time. He was in there crying. No, nigga, he did more than cry. He was power to the people. Yeah. Pumping his fist. <laughs> I am not suicidal. Nigga, the nigga was... He's, he was in... Because somebody was like, well, why is he yelling he's not suicidal? I said, man, he's implying that for some reason they go try and kill him in there and say it was a suicide. Mm-hmm. They go try and Epstein him. Right. But nigga, why would they try and Epstein you? You ain't did nothing. <laughs> Put a noose around your neck and say you got beat up leaving Subway. <laughs> I was just about to say you mentioned Subway. Yeah, Subway so might come in. They coming to get him. Yeah, like, look at that. Like they got Jared. <laughs> so, oh, oh. You yeah. want to incite hate crimes and then use our name? This nigga, man, talking about oh, look at that, that suicidal nigga. All right. So they just took him off psych watch because all that hooting holler and they put his ass on psychiatric hold. Oh, shit. He about to go to the lonely house. Yeah. He, about to, he got to take the medicines to get out. They trying to go do it. Excuse me. They trying to give him a little, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that nigga tripping. <laughs> Anybody think about you, nigga? <laughs> do you look at him? 150 days, man. Do your little probation, man. <laughs> hopefully, so hopefully, we day or something, get you another little movie when you get out. See, this is what he should have did right here, though. So, this is a, a Walgreens magician. Oh, shit. It says, uh, One Texas City has a new magician who's been making rounds with Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it says, One man has swindled cashiers out of thousands with a slider of the hand trick. Oh, shit. Yeah. It says a man stopped by a local Walmart twice in January 10th and February 12th to practice his, his, <laughs> his <laughs> to practice his sadly only his performance sadly only he knew about the performance. <laughs> it says according to the police, the man made off with twenty seven hundred dollars. Oh, this nigga ain't no play thing. No. <laughs> He used a sleight of hand trick while counting out their change to pocket the money. And then that person would count the money in front of the cashier to show they have been short changed while having the full amount hidden in their other hand. Uh. <laughs> they said they, they got two separate photos of the man and urges whoever recognized him to contact them. This is supposed to be 500. You only give me three. Yeah. They so both the magician and the fashionista. He changed for his performance <laughs> and his picture <laughs> during both incidents. Hey, my man ain't playing no games with him, bro. <laughs> nah. He ain't playing no games with him. I was like, damn. He ain't playing no games with him, nigga. He's and he's by himself. You don't get these tricks. He, Watch this. He got it from that movie. Uh, uh, damn, I can't even think of the name of it. It's the one where the, the magicians were the, the, yeah. the two of them. That yep. shit's good. That shit's good as hell. Yeah, that shit. I can't. I can't remember the name. Of that Woody movie. Harrelson and uh, not mm-hmm. Michael Sarah, but the other one, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. That movie good, a bitch. Yeah, yeah. I 
fuck with that movie. <laughs> I fuck with that movie. You hear about these the little idiot YouTube couple? Hmm. Who? What's their names? Johnson, LaRose. Let me get the name is backwards. First name is Johnson. Last name is LaRose. Uh, 25 and 24 year old Charlotte Fitcher. Mm-hmm. These fools are doing a YouTube prank where you, not even a prank, uh, well, I guess a prank, but um, where you hide out in the store and try to spend the night there. <laughs> I saw that. So you hit out in Target. <laughs> they said like they didn't even like really hide out. They didn't even stay the night. They just hit out. Stayed in the store for a while. And then left and then came back and finished recording before it opened. So, that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they left a door crack. They like just came on back into the face in seven years. <laughs> what kind of idea is that? Yeah. If y'all gonna do that, they, they could have brought in a, a truck and had their whole feel. Right. That Pennsylvania couple is facing felony charges for hiding overnight at the Chester County Target store, filming themselves on their YouTube channel. Ah. So they tripped an alarm that alerted the Target police. Police found no one inside the store as when they left. But the following day, Target employees found a surveillance footage of the couple walking around the store with their phones doing the film YouTube videos. Right. So the police were stumped at the motive. Da 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 da. Yeah, they've been released on $25,000 bail and are banned from the Target. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're facing seven years for breaking and entering, mm -hmm. uh, level three trespassing, and some other shit. I forgot it's not on here, but I remember. Just for about. spending the night in Target. Well, and see, because technically. When they left and came back, that's a whole nother breaking and entering charge. Okay. You can't just walk in and out of a closed department store that you broke into in the first place. Well, they didn't break into. They hit out. Right, but when they left and came back. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they actually have another charge for that reason. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's fucked up. Those idiots. And they said they was like, it was this. This is my thing. You, uh, I hate to serious it out, but they always like the. the they said that mm. they thought that they would just get fined and not be facing actual charges, right? Yeah. So when you go to do shit like that, don't you think you should look into the possible consequences? Yeah, I would. You know what I mean? Now, if I was, are they, they're not in their 20s. Yeah, 24, 25. Yeah, so if I was going to say if they was teenagers, no, probably they, not. They're but they're adults and they should know better. You know what I mean? The least you can do is look into the consequences of your crime. Hell yeah. I know when I was ripping and running in these streets, man, I used to pay a lot of attention to the laws. And people would be like, man, why are you watching all these law shows and reading about laws and this and the third? And I used to tell my niggas, said, bruh, we street niggas. Our direct opponent is the law. No, the enemy. 
if we was boxers, nigga, I wouldn't just go around signing up for fights and never paying attention to who I'm dealing with. Right. I'm studying tapes. I'm watching film. I'm getting sparring partners that box like them so I can get a... But we just run around this motherfucker breaking the law every day and don't have no idea of the law. No, nigga, study some laws, nigga. Like you said, know the enemy, nigga. Yeah, he's supposed to. It makes all the sense. <laughs> all the sense. Talking about we just figured we would get some fines. Nah, y'all facing seven yeah, years nah. in prison. But now the motherfuckers pulling pranks and, and shit like that anyway. What is the deal? And you yes. don't know nobody's reaction. Like, it was one I seen today. Uh, dude was walking like he was on the phone. Buddy with his girl. Have you ever have you seen his videos that I know on the phone prank? Yeah. Because he does a bunch of them. Yeah. But I seen that one. That nigga yanked him up by his neck. Yeah. <laughs> he says, it's a prank. It's a prank. He breaks. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, why am I supposed to stop now because it's a prank? Yeah, I don't care. Because you're being slick right now. You know what I mean? Like, you can't judge somebody's reaction for the shit that you put out. No, nah, I always say you can't, uh, you can't, you can't determine how someone reacts to some shit that you did. Yeah, if yeah. I smack you and you shoot the shit out of me, nigga, that's, how happened. you decided to react. Exactly. Was it wrong? Maybe. It could be. But it was in the heat of the moment. Yeah, I should that probably kept reacting. That was the reaction. <laughs> that was the reaction. Shit. Because you never, yeah, you never know what'll set a, a person off. Nah, you never know what'll set a person off. Nigga, you could smack a motherfucker in their face and they might not do nothing. Look, kick their dog. <laughs> kick their dog, they'll have to kill the whole house. Yeah, yeah. That's part of the family. Yeah. To them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah. else look like, that's a fucking dog. Yeah, no, nah, it's motherfucker. my dog. Exactly. No, back Shit, this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trapped in a booth of emotions. That <laughs> <I> anchor, man. <laughs> he threw it right off that bridge, too. He said, now, how's that? He said, what do you love? He said, well. <laughs> I love a glass of scotch. I love a little buddy Backstreet. Hey, you know, he keep that nigga up. He said, that's how I roll. Backstreet ended up hooking up with some bears. <laughs> Backstreet had a whole backstory, nigga. Oh, shit. Oh, man. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yesterday, that, I mean, not yesterday, um, what was this? Tuesday. I was on my way to get some falafels over rice. Okay, that sounds delicious. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm on my way. I'm heading down Raymond getting ready to turn on South Keystone. I see this car coming out from the motherfucking, you know, going north and just start swinging towards me. Oh, shit. I'm like, shit, what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I go ahead and stop. I'm, there's a median there. This motherfucker wings it back to the other side of the median. You know what I'm saying? To they, his side of the street. Followed by two cop cars yeah. and then about three more. Right? I think it was making a ticket on the race. Oh, no. Nah. Taking a dash. So I'm still at the light waiting for it because I don't I miss that cycle now. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Wait. Yeah. So, my arrow comes up, and something's like, don't move. I'm like, why not? I hear, woof. He comes through. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, spent, he didn't spent the block with the cops. 
<laughs> and ran through the red light of Keystone going north. And they started chasing him. Well, I found out why. Okay. It says, man tossed drugs, gun, money, and uh, from car during high-speed chase that started out in Greenwood. Jesus. <laughs> My man was riding. Yeah, his name is, uh, he took the police on a 30-minute high-speed chase across the southeast side. Ronald Charles, he's uh, 35. He's arrested on charges of possession of methamphetamine. Goddamn. Uh, a level 4 felony possession of a handgun without a license. Level 5 felony resistant law enforcement, obstruction of justice, and possession of cocaine and or narcotics. Goddamn. Goddamn, Ronald. All level 6 felonies. He was also arrested on a misdemeanor charge of possession of controlled substance, possession of paraphernalia, reckless driving, operating a motor vehicle without ever obtaining a license. Goddamn. He says it all started about 7.30 and he was in a 2005 Lincoln. And, you know what I'm saying? Getting it on the ass in the Lincoln. Well, what happened was the license plate was registered to a 1988 Chevy GMC. So he, he ain't never switched the plates over. He just riding. He, he just riding. You know what I'm saying? When niggas do shit like that, well, I don't even feel sorry <laughs> for him. So he fled. You know what I'm saying? He, they got his turn by turn shit on here. He started from Shelby. He went up Southport Road, Epler. You know what I'm saying? But then when he finally came through where I was at, that's why I said he spent the block on him, came back north. Went up to Washington Street, and that's where his car broke down. Mm. Like, it just overheated and just said, fuck it. <laughs> Goddamn, Ronald. Yeah, they said he tossed all that shit out the window. Gun, money, all that, man. See, and they go back to what I was just saying about knowing the laws. Nick, if you're out here riding like that, bro, why don't you have your plates right? Right. Like, I, I remember when, you know, I didn't have a license for years. Like, 12 years. I just got my license back like a year and a half ago, maybe two years now. I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, bro, my cars was always in, like, my mama name or... Or somebody, somebody else. You can't... I don't need you to see my name when you run these plates, nigga. My shit ain't right. Right. Like these plates is gonna match this car. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the first thing it need to be. Come on, man. You know what I mean? It can't be no disconnects. And maybe, maybe he just bought the car. But even and so. And just never switched him up or was on his way to. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? He could have did it that week. Well, why still run? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because well, he, he probably ain't no else. He said he ain't no else. See, because the, uh, to, see, the only way to, the only way to, the, because you know when you buy a car, you got 30 days to switch your tags over. But when they pull you over, you gotta be you gotta be legit. Yep. And you gotta have like your bill of sale and shit or the title or whatever. And you got thirty days, two days on there to switch your shit over. It acts like a temporary plate. Right. But the thing about that is, they gonna pull you over to find that out. Yeah. Because they get behind your two thousand five Lincoln and it goes to eighty four GMC. <laughs> yeah. Automatically, what's going on, sir? How you doing? <laughs> I remember I had one. I remember I had a Bonneville. Nigga, I never switched over. I bought a, uh, I had a silver Bonneville. I wrecked it and got a gray Bonneville. I just left him fucking tags and the silver one on there, nigga, for like three years. 
<laughs> when I sold the gray one, nigga, it was like, it was like, oh, we don't even need to sign the title. I was like, no, nah, the title's still like, <laughs> never played it that so much. Nigga. <laughs> yeah, we talking about high speeds and that type of shit, bro. I got a story for you, a personal one. My nigga, Darius, nigga from the neighborhood. Mm. This nigga had a one of the little. It was a um, Toyota Tercel. Yeah, you're talking about. A little bitty motherfucker. But it had four doors, right? Four door Yeah. Bro, this nigga took the police on a high speed that lasted every bit of 45 minutes. And he never left Post Road. <laughs> he stayed between 38th, 46th, Midhoffer, and Post. And he just took them on the most elaborate through the neighborhood. <laughs> he rode past me four or five times. I'm standing outside just watching this nigga. And the nigga was doing crazy. The car was so small. The nigga was doing crazy shit like hitting U-turns in the middle of like neighborhood streets. Yeah. Just turn around real quick and nigga, the nigga pulled into the gas station. Bro, now, I know this shit was on the news because motherfuckers had video. I think I seen this. When he pulled into the middle of the intersection and started doing push-ups. No, I didn't see that. Bro, the niggas taking him on the high speed. The niggas stops in the middle of the intersection on 38th and Midhoffer. Right there by John Marshall. Hops out his car. Niggas started doing push-ups, nigga, in the middle of the intersection. Hop back in that shit and took off. Another 20 minutes, nigga. <laughs> this nigga pulled up in the gas station and talked to a nigga. Nah, bro, they tripping. They just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they finally caught this nigga, right? So he in there for a little while. He eventually gets out of like house arrest. So I see him. I'm like, bro, what the fuck was that? This nigga like, oh no, we won't talk about it. Nigga, no. We talking about it, my nigga. <laughs> I watched you do that goofy shit. We talking about it. That's crazy. I probably seen the video of it. Yeah, because the video is all over Facebook. Got a video made on the, was, uh, on the news. <laughs> the nigga got out the car, bro, and started doing fucking push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> ah shit that's fucked up <laughs> you know what else is fucked up but hilarious Mike Tyson got ear shaped edibles <laughs> I just caught that hey wow Mike Tyson you know he got the Tyson farms he got the weed rags yeah he got weed shaped edible ear ear shaped edibles that's fucking crazy. This nigga's a fool. I love it. This nigga's a fool. <laughs> he gonna make any money any way he can, sir. He's a genius, man. Hey, man. Here. He's a genius. Shaved edible, bro. <laughs> I said, this is classic, my nigga. He's a celebrity and everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Nah, he's that guy. Because a lot of them boxers, they just kind of fall off. Or they well, try know, to do a little side shit like George Foreman. Well, you know them. Well, you know George Foreman is rich as fuck. Nah, he is rich as fuck. He is, but I'm just saying, like. But you know, outside of. We've had some very popular boxers. Yeah. But outside of Muhammad Ali, no one else, and maybe Floyd, mm-hmm. in, in our day and age, yeah. no one else has reached the height. Of like international superstardom, like Mike Tyson and Ali, right? Mike Tyson even more because yeah. Ali, we he's the greatest. We all know that he was internationally right. known. Da, da da da. But a lot of them opportunities weren't there for him. No. That Mike got Mike got cartoons, 
Yeah. Mike had video games. Mike had nigga. Like, Mike got weed. But I mean, I'm just even before. Oh yeah. Even before the the reemergence of Mike, I'm talking about like when he was hot. When he was oh yeah, he did yeah. And Mike Tyson punch out. Yeah, I got that. bro. He and Mike Tyson was that nigga. Bro, Mike Tyson is like famous. Yeah. Like Michael Jackson type famous. Exactly. Yeah, like like beyond normal star. They was like it's the three mics. It's Jackson, Jordan, Tyson. Yeah, you know what I'm saying for real. Because like even mm-hmm. Floyd, Floyd is probably the most famous boxer we have right now. He's nowhere near a comparison as famous as Mike Tyson was. No, 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 not even as relevant. That's what he, in, in the sport of boxing, he is because he has boxers that are champions and da da da. But I'm just talking about pure just fame. Right. This nigga Tyson was a different type of guy, man. I remember I was watching a thing where um he was talking about have you ever seen Mike Tyson's one man show that he did? Uh, I think it was on HBO. Mike Tyson's got a one man show that he did on Broadway for years. For it was kind of like comedy. It was like a whole about his life comedy. and shit. It was just him on stage. Yeah, but he was actually kind of he was being funny about the shit. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I'm mean, talking about shit's great. Yeah, I seen. But um, they was talking about uh. They was they was in there. They was talking to Mike, and he was talking about like being broke and trying to figure shit out. And like one of somebody was like, "Bro, there's no reason you should be broke." And he was like, "Well, what do you mean? Like, I'm not fighting. I'm not doing this. I'm got this drug habit." He said, "You're Mike Tyson." And, and dude was like, "Mike Tyson was like, yeah. Well, what does that mean?" He was like, "Bro, call somewhere and tell them you're Mike Tyson and you want them to pay you to come there." He said, "They're gonna do it." Mm-hmm. He was like, and that's when I figured out. I, he said, "That's when Mike was like, that's when I figured out that I was more famous than the boxing." Right. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need to be boxing to be famous. Then no. I can just go do some shit. I'm Mike fucking Tyson. See, you write a comic book and have a sitting. Right. Have you ever watched the <laughs> Mike Tyson show? It's kind of like Scooby Doo. Oh, Mike Tyson mystery. Yes, nigga, that shit's hilarious. Nigga, <laughs> him and uh, Norm Macdonald. And I can't remember who uh, Marquise is and and uh, huh? Really? I mean, he, young he. That shit is beyond funny, bro. Ah, uh, yeah. And then he lets them, uh, like, damn near do their own talking and shit too. Mm-hmm. And it is. Um, have you ever watched his podcast, Mike Tyson's podcast? Mm, no, I haven't seen his per se. I've seen clips of it. Because that, that the one that Boosie was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I've seen clips of it. I never actually sat down yeah. and watched the whole thing. They, 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 he just started, he just started his new season of it. Mm-hmm. Hot boxing with Tyson. So okay. Like, uh, forgot who the fuck was on there, but it was great. It was a great ass interview. Oh, Damn it, I can't remember. It was a good one. I watched it. Like, I was, was entertained by it, but nah, man, but his podcast is hard. He, he, most iconic shit in the world on Hangover. They got like Mike Tyson's that guy. <laughs> man. The dude got the tattoo. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm glad my nigga got to, but the ear edibles, nigga, it's hilarious. That's, that's cool, though. That's hilarious. I like that. You got a supplement line out now that's supposed to be really good. Oh. Because, like, like Mike was saying, he like, <clears throat> Mike was like, nigga, I'm not really pressed for no money. I'm not endorsing shit unless it has to be worth it. Yeah. Shit. I can see that. And from what I understand, he's not, like, endorsing it. Like, it's his line. Mm. Like, he's been working. They've been working hard on I wouldn't be surprised if he jumped into uh, racing and shit. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've been sponsoring races. Hey, man, I, I'm, I'm glad to see black folks getting into it. Hell yeah. Because yeah. who else got one? Because I know Jordan got the, the team with Bubba Wallace as the driver. Mm-hmm. We just talked about we somebody just talked else. about it, huh? I'm getting into that space. Fuck, I can't remember. Somebody from the South. Yeah. It ain't Master P and Baby the on this side. I can't remember. Was it Jericho? Was it Jake Perez? Oh. I don't remember. I can't remember. I'm going to have to go back a couple pages. <laughs> it's all good, bro. No. No motherfucking worries. No. Check this shit out, bro. A man sends his date home in an Uber because he didn't like her outfit. She went on, you know, I didn't really do the article on this one, but she went on to say they already had an argument about what she was wearing before they left. Mm. And she said that when they got there, he kept pursuing it and pursuing it. And she was like, look, this is what I'm wearing or that's it. And he said, no, she said, I can go home. He said, well, call over. Take your ass home. (laughs) But she, you know. Everybody's supposed to side with her about this shit. I'm just like, uh, if you seen the red flags early, why would you keep marching in? For real. You know what I'm saying? He already sent out the archers and you, you went past them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he had to come like that, the messenger in, uh, in uh, 300. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had to kick you down the hole so for you to understand. See, that's my thing. Like you said, everybody <laughs> side with her, but shit. You saw what he was on? Right. I'm not really the nigga that, that, that'll tell him what to wear, but like, even if even if it was because it's their body and this and the third. Yeah. And <laughs> I wouldn't tell, like, my lady what to wear, but if it was crazy, I would tell her, we not, I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. Would you dress like that? Yeah. You don't That's have to different. change shit. Because if, if I'm going to go, you and you, I'm telling you to change, then we both shouldn't be able to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I'm I really not, want to be with you. I'm not going nowhere with you dressed like that. And that, <laughs> that, that means I'm not telling you what to wear. Because right. you can get your shit and leave and go do whatever you want to dress like that. Hell yeah. I'm not <laughs> going nowhere with you dressed like that. We're not <laughs> going on this date. <laughs> hey, but if he was like what we were just talking about, man, you don't know what set certain people off. Exactly. But they they had a prelude to it though. That's what so. I'm saying. She kind of already knew she was just going against the brain. Yeah, thought she was gonna get away with it. Yeah. the title for a little bit. And he, uh, Karen got Karen. He sent her ass home. <laughs> call that call that motherfucking oof. Hell yeah. Call that motherfucking oof. You see, um, Tom Brady decided to bring his ass back out of retirement. Yeah, they trying to say something along the lines of they they trying to look into it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he, he's planning on coming back. Ain't what are we going to look into? I don't fucking know. I just seen something on the little article when I was going through them yesterday, and I was just like, ah, right, fuck it. If that man. Y'all want to go against the grain like that, whatever. I say, if that man decided to retire and unretire in the blink of a goddamn eye, that's his fucking business. Ain't like the new season started up already. You know, they made draft picks and all that. And as long as that team wants to continue to pay him, why not? Yeah. You already got your Super Bowl. Why not? Yeah. Come on back. Now, I'll tell you who I would be shitty. 
I'll I tell you who deserves to be shipping. Who, Kyle Kaepernick? No, 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 no. Him too, but no. Um, two days before Tom Brady announced he wasn't he wasn't going to retire, he was going to come back. Tom Brady's last NFL touchdown ball sold at auction for like $550,000. Okay. So now what? Now he's coming back. It's no longer his last touchdown ball. Right. It's just another game ball. So somebody just bought it, a ball. Is it signed at least? I don't know. If it's signed, I, I could. It'll still be worth. Yes, I'm saying it will, but it'll it's gonna never take some be worth what the last ball would be. <laughs> and that shit just sold it. I had to DM Tom. Hey man, I'm glad you decided to come on back. Is it now sell you this ball back for five hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars? <laughs> like the uh, what was it that kid got? That was his thousandth or whatever. Winning touchdown ball. Or some okay. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. The dude, one of the dude threw in the stands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he gave him some, gave some him poster signed posters, posters, jersey, Jer- and yeah, helmet, like season tickets. Yeah, he gave some. Him, he gave some uh, some some shit. You know, like some Bitcoin shit he gave him or some shit like that. He That's gave what's him some up. shit. That's what's up. He gave him some shit, but nigga, that man bought that motherfucking ball because it was half a meal because it was the last. Touchdown ball, the greatest quarterback, air quotes that has ever played the game. He's got the plaque and everything. It's probably well, in, got in the to. case. It's the last. <laughs> it's the last goddamn ball, and now it's no longer the last ball. As soon as that nigga throws his first touchdown, that motherfucker ball is null and void. It's just a game ball from Tom Brady. And while that's all well and good, encased <laughs> and says it was the last ball on it. It has been Mandela affected. It wasn't even like <laughs> it wasn't even like a Super Bowl winning season, bro. Like they didn't win the Super Bowl that season. Oh shit! Nope. Damn. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. So now nah, Tom got to Tom got the right to to come on back if he want to, because I mean he had to pay for that man's feelings. Like uh, Matt Stafford had to pay for that woman's uh, surgery. Forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Just because he looked and laughed or said, oh. Yeah. <laughs> she fell off that motherfucker. No. That was the problem. My nigga said, hmm. And walked away. That <laughs> nigga ain't no damage with distress, bitch. <laughs> Y'all independent. Yeah. Ain't no motherfucking damage with distress, bitch. You heard what I said? That's hilarious. <laughs> Snoop Dogg pulled all the Death Row Masters off all the DSPs, Spotify and Apple and shit like that. I think he left it on his title. Okay. I guess he pulled them off to retweak them. And oh, that's what's up. So you're going to bring them back? going to bring them back. But, you, know, he just, you know, with him just getting the label and getting the Masters, you got to get the business together. Right. So you're going to start from scratch. Make sure I'm getting paid off this shit. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Bring it back and yeah, that do make a lot of sense then. So they yanked up dads and posted like they they like like they all gone. And I got on title and I could still find everything. And it was like except for title. And they got on Apple and they weren't there. Okay. Somebody weren't there. 
Yeah, that's what's up, man. You know, you retweaking. Shit, that nigga, that nigga trying to get his business right. So for some sure, reason, yeah. trying to listen to Doggy Style or something like that, man, just hold on. <laughs> get it back to you. Get it back to you. They, um, I should have said this shit on the goddamn, the somber part of the beginning. Mm-hmm. They released Young Dogs Autopsy. Mm-hmm. Said they shot that man 22 times. Damn. All right. Shot that nigga 22 times. Said the back, chest, arm, chin, neck. Nigga, like, hand, shoulder. Like, they was spinning his ass around, man. That's crazy. I hope they put them niggas under the jail, man. Rest in peace, Dolph. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, fucking Dolph. I'm just surprised that nobody else got hit. I know. At right. least injured. Not that I'm hoping for it. Yeah, no. But it's just that coincidental that, that it happen. didn't. Yeah. That didn't happen. Was, yeah. Rest easy, Dolph. Yeah, rest easy on that. So I hope they put the niggas under the motherfucking jail. You see the, um, this is actually kind of dope. I mean, you see that the, the, the shit they just passed with the weed? Nah, what's happening? In New York. Let me find it. Um, I ain't seen no articles about marijuana or cannabis. Can I? Can I? For men. Can I for men? <laughs> can I for men? Um, basically, let me talk while I find it. Basically, they are... You know, it's, it's coming up for like recreational sale. Like they're going to have... Mm-hmm. shit in there and basically what they gonna do is allow motherfuckers with weed convictions like the first bop it at mm-hmm. getting in on it that's what I want. yeah New Yorkers with marijuana convictions will be offered the first retail licenses that's what's up New York is set to announce plans for the first marijuana retail sales by the end of 2022, with the first 100 retail licenses being reserved for people with previous marijuana convictions. That's dope. That's what I said. So you being a, a pioneer and taking that chance, yeah. not knowing that someday it will be legal, it pays off now. Yeah. Hopefully that's all you got is that, yeah. you know what I mean? According to the New York Times, state officials reportedly intend to reserve the first hundred or more retail licenses to sell marijuana in New York for people who have been convicted of related offenses or their or their relatives. Governor Kaylee, whatever, is expected to announce the policy Thursday as a part of an effort to promote we related business ventures to those most impacted by the war on drugs. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. Good. When they supposed to do that in uh, either Chicago or the state of Illinois? Yeah, I believe so. <clears throat> but that's you know we've been saying that shit the whole time. Like, all right, y'all making this shit legal, and that's great. But give it to the motherfuckers that know how what they was doing. Yeah. What about the motherfuckers that have been fucked over? Like even um. Oh, do they get their <clears throat> fines back too that they had to pay? I don't know. Like even uh, 
like you know the the, the silent partner at Rockefeller Records, Biggs. Mm-hmm. You know Jay Dame and Biggs started Rockefeller. Okay. Biggs went to the joint a few years back mm-hmm. for transporting marijuana because he was taking it from somewhere where it was legal to somewhere else where it was legal, but he got jammed up in the middle. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and, and now, the shit's just legal everywhere. But this mm-hmm. nigga went to the penitentiary for the shit. Like you said, it's a pioneer shit. Yeah. Let me get my license, man. Let me get let me get a store, yeah. a few stores going. Yeah. So. Give me something for my efforts. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be a civil citizen. So shout out to them for Doing, doing at least that's the least they can do. Sure. <laughs> the least they can fucking do. Oh well, shit! I just got done talking about weed. <laughs> I got eight year old birthday gift surprise. No, it says a uh, a Georgia family was shocked when their eight year old daughter opened a birthday present and found a pound of weed inside. Well, goddamn! The girl thought she was getting a box of. Uh, Simply gloop, squishy chums, whatever the hell that is. Okay. But instead discovered several bags concealing the marijuana at the bottom of the box. The girl's father said it smelled potent, and he immediately contacted the police. He's a sucker. After he took some. <laughs> He's a sucker. He was in the car. No, but let me see that box better. Right. <laughs> he said uh, it did not contain what the box said it contained. Uh, my daughter's reaction was, Dad got scammed. I got a bunch of leaves. Yes. <laughs> poor baby. Yeah, poor baby. Uh, he said that a family friend purchased a toy at Found at Found Fortunes, a store that buys items from government auctions and sells and then resells them. Officials said that they do not believe that the employees at the store knew that there were drugs inside the box and noted that it would be nearly impossible to track down who was responsible for swapping the toys and replacing them with marijuana. Just some random bug. Yeah. And then somebody says, whoever done it, don't, whoever done it knew what they were doing. I think they need to be stopped. This shouldn't be happening. No child should open this up as a gift. No, no child should open this up as a gift, but I do believe somebody was intended to get that and it just got mixed up. mixed up. Yeah, that wasn't intended to be a child's gift. No. Somebody lost their load. Yeah. Somebody's probably losing a finger yeah. over it right now. Somebody, somebody somewhere <laughs> was expecting some bows and got a toy. Exactly. And then this, <laughs> this little girl was expecting a toy and got some bows. Exactly. And now it's a problem for them over there. She got some leaves. Yeah. She was now, scammed. Now it's a problem for them over there. Like I said, somebody's a, a few thousand down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> that's a few thousand down the drain. Man, um, remember Ken Gary Jr.? Yeah. The baseball player? Yeah. I think I got one of his uh, baseball pinnacle cards. Man, do you know, I just always like when I see athletes do this. It, it makes my day. Do you know he structured his his baseball deal so good yeah. that he retired he has a play for the Cincinnati Reds since 2008, right? Yeah. 
The team has been paying him $3.59 million a year each year, and they're not going to be done until 2024. For what? That was in his contract? That's how he structured his payment. You know, in like the business. Oh. In baseball, you can structure your payment to be. How much are they paying him a year? Three point, a little over 3.5. Damn, so if you go broke within the next two years, you still got damn near 7, $7 million. million. So, shit, hey, you better uh, live it out. Yeah. Shit, million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. Not a lot of money, but it's a lot of money. Nigga ain't played in 15 years. Yeah. They've still been getting 3.5 a year. Which, and the funniest part about it is, it is he's still the sixth highest paid player on the team. He's a six. There's only so. five other motherfuckers on the team getting more than three point five million dollars a year. <laughs> hey, somebody told him about it. He structured the shit. Man, I can't never remember a dude name to save my life, but I know it's a um, it's a caddy's black dude, yeah. and he structured his deal. He was like one of the first baseball players to make like a you know hundred M's type yeah. shit, and he took like a nice little chunk in the front. And then he structured the shit to pay him like two million dollars a year for some some. All I know is he's been retired for like twenty three years. And he still gets two million dollars a year. <laughs> That's what's up. But you know it's better for the for the, the like the baseball teams and shit. Yeah. Kind of like to do it that way. I can see that because instead of me having to give you fifty million dollars right now, they got make. Three point five selling popcorn, nigga. Like I just give you the popcorn money every year. Yeah, yeah, just the popcorn money. Yeah, I give you the beer money. <laughs> Actually, I give two of y'all the beer money. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Now that you say it like that. Yeah, but it, it, I still see it's good for the player too, because you'll never, you'll never be broke. You'll never be broke. There's, there's no way that you should be broke unless you just go on fucking money hunt. Hounding and just out doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. You're talking about 3.5 million over the last 15 years. That's cool. That's a nice investment. It's 52 I got to million. the wrong sport. I should have played baseball. Not for real. It's 52 million, bro. You can play baseball until you, what, 55? But you can play baseball <laughs> almost forever. They wanted to only, um, well, yeah, like 55 there's a cap out. <laughs> but they're like one of the only sports that still values having like older niggas in the Yeah, in the league. Because you know, it's always good to have like vets around. The yeah. vets keep the young niggas in check. Yeah. You want two, three vets on your team. And they keep the young wild ones in check. Yeah. You don't want no, uh, no, uh, what's his name? Wild thing. Yeah. <laughs> wild thing. <laughs> Vaughn. <laughs> okay. That's it, man. <clears throat> yeah, they, um, nah, but that was just dope. Then, uh, we got another one, man, about the luckiest man in the land, bro. The Long Island man. Who, let me lie about the year. Bam. There's my man. Okay. Luckiest nigga going. 
The man's name is Juan Hernandez. That sounds familiar. All right. Juan Hernandez hit the lottery for $10 million in 2019. Yeah. He, he says he's still trying to spend the $10 million. He won that. He don't even know what to do. Right. Well, about three days ago, he hit for another $10 million. Damn. In the lottery. <laughs> That's what's up. Juan, Juan, Juan got different. Juan out here living, nigga. Juan out here living, nigga. Juan, Juan done looked up on 20 M's in the last Juan two years. Juan had a hard life. Yeah. Juan got lucky. Something, something blessed the shit out of that man. Man, the nigga hit for 10 million in 2019. Hopefully it's a blessing to him. Hit for another 10 million. Shit. He must just like to play the lottery. Because after you hit for 10 million, like. Nah, there was a woman that uh, she kept, she hit the lottery like three, two or three times. And it was for some millions. So, yeah. Like, it's the people out here to just play. Just part of, just have it. Yeah. Just part of life. <laughs> Going to get your tickets. Playing your numbers. <laughs> God damn. That's just crazy. God damn. Okay, then. Well. That's uh, that's always good when a motherfucker hit the lottery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pass me that, that, that karma. I saw, um, I saw a TikTok that was interesting. All right. Uh, it was one of the things where it was like, there's a black dude, you know, people, if you ever be on TikTok, like people say stuff and then other people answer it, mm-hmm. like separate videos and they put them together. Yeah. And the black dude was like, all right, if you could tell black people anything, what would you tell them? I think I've seen this one. And the white dude got on there and was like, it's real shit if you think about it. He said, if every black person got life insurance, like real life insurance, Mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of dollars, he said, very soon, there would be no more police killings and this and the third. He said, because insurance companies don't play about their motherfucking money. (laughs) 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 He said, and they would hire the best of lawyers and politicians to change up some shit. Oh, shit, that's real. When he said it, I was like, nigga. I never thought about it. I thought he was going to talk about some generational wealth. That happens, too. Yeah. Because they'll have to pay out. They have to pay out when people die. Yeah. But could you think, could you imagine? If every time a black person is killed that the life insurance policy has to pay. Wow. After the 8th, 9th, 10th, fifty hundred thousand dollar payout, they'd be like, wait a goddamn minute. Why is this happening? <laughs> That's a real fucking answer. Listen. I like that answer. You know man. how you, how we be on here talking, like I just don't, we just be talking. Yeah. And you know, there's no real, don't really have an answer and just shit needs to change and da 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 da. Bro, that's a legit. That's a real legit change. That's dope as hell. I never thought about it like that. Why do say that? I said, well, I'll be goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the motherfucking? Because they don't want their money back, bro. <laughs> they want their money back. They going after somebody. <laughs> they going after somebody. 
<laughs> and see, this is not a, in case shit don't happen. This is in case shit happens. Yeah. Because we yeah. know it's going to happen. Yeah, like, even <laughs> down to like the, 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 the gun reform and this and the all the miscellaneous killings out here. Bro, if them insurance companies just have to cash out every time a black a young black man died or a young black woman died. Yeah. By the hands of, because the only way this shit gets X'd out is by suicide. But folks ain't really right. killing like themselves like that. Like that. Like nah. Most of the time it's by accident anyway. We talk about a, uh, the police killing a nigga on this motherfucker at least every other week or every week. Yeah. Could you imagine what them niggas would be sitting in that boardroom like, can somebody please tell me why we paid out $12 million this month? So, oh, the police keep killing niggas. They got life insurance. Mm-hmm. Man, they would hire somebody would be in them goddamn in them Senate meetings and hey man, we gotta do something about this, bro. This ain't <laughs> dude said dude says exactly what he said. He said, man, insurance companies hate having to pay out. He said they would hire the best of lawyers to restructure some shit. Hey, life insurance is real. That's gonna be the name of this one. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that motherfucking thing. I said, "Nigga, that's a legit." That's 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 man. Yeah, it fucked me up. With that being said, man, that's what niggas need to do. Get, yeah, that, yeah. get that coverage, man. Life insurance is real. Make your in a, it, 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 it's it's because it's the truth. As shitty as it sounds, make your life worth something. Hell yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. already know in their eyes our life ain't worth shit. But if our life is figuratively, literally worth something. worth a dollar amount, the people that have to pay that amount all the time, nigga, they will get up in arms, nigga. And Geico whoever be on somebody's ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> State Farm. State Farm will be on somebody's yeah. ass, bro. They're not about to be playing with y'all. <laughs> For real. That's truth, though, man. Nah, for real. I ain't never thinking about it like that. That's just opening up all type of doors and, and thoughts. Listen, bro, I heard that shit. I was watching those on through my phone. That shit, about four days, three, four days ago, I said, it's oh, a, shit. It's just, a, it's just the realness of it. Yeah, I said, oh, it was a white dude. Like, look, I don't, it's, I'm not trying to be offensive or anything. He telling so, the truth. Yeah. Just telling the truth. The truth is never offensive. It might hurt. But it ain't offensive. But it ain't offensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can't be offended by the truth. Yeah, you know what I mean, motherfucking politicians funding is backed by state farm and all this that and the third, man, and they get to the day, bro. We got a problem, man. Your whole little unit down there is costing us millions of dollars killing us for no reason. Either that or that it'd be like I think they figured it out. Yeah. So wait, <laughs> wait a goddamn second here. <laughs> Not for real. Yeah, I think they figured it out. We paid one house over almost half a million. For real. And outside of even that aspect of it, if you out here thugging the way these niggas is thugging, mm-hmm. they get you some life insurance so your family ain't got to goddamn pay for the goddamn, they ain't got to do the fish fry and, and all this other shit to the raise go, some money to, to put your ass in the ground. Yeah, Bring some money at the balloon <clears> release. <throat> Don't buy one of them Gucci belts, my nigga. Get yourself an insurance mm-hmm. policy. That makes sense. You pay that up for a year. 
Hey, it would be like thirteen hundred, some shit like that. You know what I mean? What's yeah. that? A hundred a month, hundred and twenty-five something a month. Leave them stu- Leave one pair of them stupid ass Balenciaga shoes in the store. Go get you some life insurance. Yeah, Balenciaga shoes can't pay for the funeral. Stupid ass shoes. <laughs> but nah, it, I mean, like I said, as crazy as that shit sound, they can make your life make your life have a monetary value. Nah, straight up. Nobody don't give a fuck about you. You know they don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, yeah. But if you got them to make your shit a, a dollar amount. Somebody gonna give a fuck somebody about you. Somebody gonna give a fuck. They're they gonna come. that shit out. They're gonna come to your aid. Hey, you, could you imagine being in one of them boardrooms when, because you know it's gonna take <clears throat> for them to get hit like 20, 30 times. Close, yeah. close. Yeah, real close. Fan, 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 yeah. I'm fucking like, hey man, wait a minute. Wait a hold on. <laughs> What's happening in Baltimore? Why are we paying out so much money? <laughs> Why are we paying out so much goddamn money, nigga? <laughs> oh, all the niggas got life insurance now, man. Like you said, they caught on. They caught on. I'll be damned. Fuck, we're going to have to raise premiums. Yeah. I'll be damned. <laughs> The game ain't even going to baby girl name, but you see the little chick is suing the NYPD for what? Like Thirty million. Thirty million. Cause they uh, what bad? They was they um, harassed Nah, they put her picture on the the wanted posters and plastered them all around the city, but she's not the person they was looking for. Huh. They yeah. What? How they, did they make that mistake? I don't know, but they plastered this shit all around. So she sold over thirty billion for defamation of character. Yeah, that is. Said, yeah, yeah. She has a good case. Because she they she put, didn't had to get beat up for it either. So she, they took her Instagram, like a sexy Instagram picture, and put it on the fucking. Do do her and the other person have the same name? I don't know, but even if they do, like that's fucked look up. Look at the picture they used, bro. Oh wow! I'm talking about she's wanted for grand larceny. Really? Nigga, this is not her. She's not the one that was wanted. <laughs> she's thirty-one year old. She's from Queens, Eva Lopez. So she's suing them for defamation and da 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 da. And they they literally just made a mistake, nigga. They did. They hey. was looking for somebody else. That's a costly mistake. That's a costly mistake. She has a legit. You done put my picture on it. Like she was saying, she was like, nigga, I am a model. I'm a this and the right. Like, this is in uh, affected jobs. People Hell saw yeah. this shit. Motherfuckers was hitting me. Work with her no more. And motherfuckers DMing me, like, girl, you know, you want to fly her all over New York City? Like, how many people snitched on her? <laughs> That's, That's the, question. the question. How much was she worth? That's the motherfucking question, brother. <laughs> That's the question. That's fucked up. But thirty million though, where you get thirty million though, I can see a couple million, but thirty you million. You know in a lawsuit you, you go for the gusto. Okay. And then you Oh, that must be the the the, the, the max caps. out. That must be the max for yeah. defamation. Because in, in lawsuits you, you sue for the max, then allow litigation. The, the, the settlement. In the settlement. <laughs> you shoot high. You know what I'm saying? Like Try to meet somewhere in the middle. I'm gonna sue for thirty. Lowest I'll take is eight. Type shit. So if they come back with a counter offer, like we'll give you sixteen. Hey, come on. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, let's go. Then go find old boy uh, Hernandez. 
We go win some lottery together. You <laughs> <laughs> mean with all the luck in the world? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, go find that nigga. Grand Larceny, though. Yeah, that's what they said. She Ain't was... nobody fucking her after that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't fuck with the bag. Sorry. Yeah, you cannot fuck with the bag. <laughs> you don't get to goddamn do it. Yeah, yeah. I got one, bro. This is the last one. I thought I was going to make her a fecal, <clears throat> but I don't know. 21-year-old woman stabbed her date who she met online while they were having sexual relations. In retaliation for the 2020 death of an Iranian military leader killed in an American drone strike, police said. Wow. Yeah. They found the drone operator? She did. And killed him. Listen, bro. I don't think that's fecal. That's why I didn't. That's that's, that's a super ninja in bitch. In my notes, it said fecal maybe. And right now, I just decided it's not fecal. That's super ninja bitch. A 21-year-old woman allegedly stabbed her date inside of a Nevada hotel room in retaliation for the death of an Iranian military leader killed in a U.S. drone strike in 2020, the said. Nika Nuweka, in. 21 has been charged with the attempted murder, two counts of battery, burglary of a business. And so she and she posted, he managed to live. She posted $60,000 bail. Oh, yeah, she's going to post that bail. Yeah. She's going to post that bail. But the... the tracked down the drone pilot. Like yeah. It, and then sat on his dick and stabbed him up. That's the main thing she had. What's the pussy? She used her main. She used her weapon. Yeah, her weapon of mass destruction. And it came. Maybe he came before he got stabbed up. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Was it twenty two times? How many times she stabbed him? No, no, no. She just stabbed him a few times. Oh, okay. He was, you know, it was a tussle. Okay. Yeah, she was twenty one years old. Ah, right, that's what it was. All yeah. right. But damn. That's that's that's. That's what they, that's what we're trying to. Uh, that's what old girl trying to do uh, to quit in Harlem Nights. Yeah, <laughs> he found that gun. Oh, this so cute. This little cute. Yeah, this little cute gun. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what she was trying to do to quit in Harlem Nights. Oh man, that's terrible, dog. Yeah, but hey, that's ingenious on her and whoever was working with her. Hey, it's not a game, bro. Nah, it's yeah. not a game. They finessed the shit out of him. <laughs> finessed him. He, she's in the bed with him. Come on now. How'd she get a sword in the bed? <laughs> Where the fuck she had that? What type of move was she trying to do to go get that motherfucker and turn around with it? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, he's missing a pinky. Yeah, he missed. She, she poked his ass up a few times. Oh, Jesus. She's going hard in the paint. Right in the middle of doing a do. <laughs> Don't stab me. Stab me while we fucking. God, that's. Yeah. That's the only time this here raggedy life is halfway enjoyable, man. Let me. <laughs> Let me be. Yeah, wait till I'm done. You go and use the bathroom or something. Poke me up then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let me take a shit first. Yeah, I hope that nigga got his nut off, because if he didn't, boy, I feel sorry for that guy. He had blue balls in, he was cut up. 
Sad, sad day, T Rex. T Rex. Sad, sad day <laughs> for that guy. <laughs> all bad, bro. All bad. That's all I got for current. All right. Current activity. Get these flower mains out the way. Cause I got some. I, I got two. I got two too. I'm gonna go first on this one. All right. You you, you got Blake Rain? No. All right. So. He's 27 from Miami Beach, Florida. This motherfucker here. Florida man busted after masturbating inside of a Miami Beach Starbucks. <laughs> it says Blake Rain okay. was allegedly seen pleasuring himself at Starbucks in Miami Beach, Florida on March 11th. <laughs> <laughs> A self-proclaimed homeless male model. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll, I'll start from the beginning. A self-proclaimed what? homeless male model was arrested for masturbating in front of people in a Starbucks Miami beach on Friday. Oh, my God. He was allegedly... busy. He, he was... <laughs> was allegedly seen by several witnesses pleasuring himself at the Starbucks on Collins Avenue at 29th Street around 9.30 in the morning. It's just 9 a.m. <laughs> Hot coffee and dick beating. Just morning wood. <laughs> so I'm going right here give me a cup of joe. It says, it says witness Alyssa DeMaria says she was... In the shop when she used her phone to record him, you nasty bitch. You gonna she gonna put it on X video. Yeah. She said, What are you fucking doing? When he's get the fuck out. It's disgusting. She yells at him in the video. The rain, he was wearing a white shirt, underpants, and white socks, clearly unbothered. Just kept going. Does the gross deed in front of an American flag in the coffee shop? Kept stroking away while looking around at patrons. <laughs> yeah. She, she said he did it for about 10 minutes before the officers finally arrived. At the point, Rain took off running. In <laughs> his his white t-shirt. He he refused to comply with the cops, and they shot him with a dart. Oh, okay, a dart firing stun gun. Excuse me. Oh god, that's when he got to yanking again. After they tased him, this time they got him. Oh belly. no, this, this time he was pulling out the darts oh, okay. body, and then he run off again. I was say I thought he was on some freaky shit. Electricity got him goddamn rolling again and brought him back up. He was already on some freaky shit. I missed him even more freaky shit. They say that he shot they shot Rain again roughly eight times before he was finally subdued. This nigga was a super nigga. They used close fish distraction blows. Punched the shit out of him. Yeah. And kicked him in the nose. Fist distraction blows. Yeah, that was cle- that was clever, right? Oh, <laughs> oh, from now on, oh, from now on, <laughs> you, hey, you better shut the fuck up talking about <laughs> you some close fist distraction blows from now forever. 
until the end of time. Oh I will God. no longer threaten to punch anyone, nigga. Close fist. You, you're going to receive, you keep talking. You're going to receive some close fist distraction blows. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. <laughs> And then they kicked him in the lower back area as well. Oh, my God. He said one officer was injured after he fell during the foot chase. He just didn't fucking shoes. Uh, they took Rain to Mount whatever center, medical center. He's charged with mood and lascivious behavior, disorderly conduct in an establishment, resisting officers without, hold up, and resisting an officer without violence. Guess how much his bond set at? To the nigga seven hundred. Oh shit! Cause uh, they took the rest of it in his, out of his ass with closed fist distraction blows. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, that was uh Blake Rain, twenty-seven. Close Miami Beach, Florida. Fist distraction blows. <laughs> That's it for the rest of my eternity. I'm be 65 <laughs> years old, threatening my grandchildren. I'm gonna hit you with these. Put clothes. that shit down. <laughs> Close this distraction blows coming your way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, forever and ever, man. I'm shitty. My motherfucking Florida man is a little darker than that. All right. Damn, that was good. I should have went first. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga is Kiyoki Kilo Demich. Demich. Okay. 34. He's from. I don't even know what fucking part of Florida this fucking creepazoid is from. But he's a. He was a handyman who had been known to do uh, work around the neighborhood and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And the lady, this lady, uh, Cynthia Cole had used him as her handyman for a long time. Mm-hmm. My nigga just upped and killed her and then buried her in her septic tank in her backyard. Damn. In her septic tank? In her septic tank, bro. In the doo-doo water. A body believed to be that of the missing Florida woman was found in the septic tank of her home. Her handyman was charged with murder. Kiaku, da-da-da. Worked for Cole was located by detectives shortly after the body was discovered, arrested and charged with second-degree murder. The motives are still not clear in this case. Fuck. Who put her in the septic tank, bro? Well, I mean, if it was stinking, nobody would ever second-guess the septic tank, you know. Not for real. Yeah, then you could pour what? They pour that that, that septic tank cleaner shit in there and shit, too, so... Damn, I mean, what did he? He told or somebody nah, found it. I think it. somebody might have saw him. Oh, okay, because you know they sometimes they motherfuckers like we just seen dude point out where they he hit the motherfuckers yeah. and shit. Now he 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 come off the, the information freely like that. Oh shit! Damn, that's fucked yeah. up. I got uh Mr. Chris Evans. He's twenty five from Fort Pierce, Florida. Okay. Says a uh, Florida man accused of kidnapping a girl he, who he had been communicating with her through a virtual virtual headset. Mm. Uh, according to the the news 
prescriber says it is the first kidnapping case involved in an Oculus in oh. the country. Involving an Oculus in the country. Uh, the child was reported missing from Roosevelt, Utah on March 8th. Police discovered that she was she had been communicating with Fort Pierce resident Chris Evans for more than a month via Oculus virtual headset. Well, at least... At least... Uh, the track record was there. Right. And then it says... Uh, Ever made contact with the girl in Utah and drove drove her to a truck stop in Cheyenne, which is probably still in Utah. And uh, the police found the vehicle through the cell phone location and were consistent were consequently able to track Evans and the girl down. Evans was transported to Laramie uh, County Jail and remains in custody on a warrant for kidnapping. The girl is in good health and be and will be reunited with her family. Police said. I hope the booty banners get him. Are right, they gonna get him? I hope, they, I hope the booty banners get him, and I hope they have a grand if, time. If they don't separate him, well, shit. Even if they would have to put him in like a uh, because you know he, they already know what's gonna happen to him. But but and the weird thing about that is if they don't all right, all right, some of them times right. Well, pardon me. Some of them times the separation is a populated separation with just other motherfuckers with similar crimes, right? And in other times, it's like a solitary confinement situation because protective custody is usually just solitary confinement. Okay. They just, they, they can't nobody get you if you're by yourself. Right. But sometimes they have special wings in the jail where child molesters, rapists, and shit all go. Right. So that other motherfuckers can't retaliate against them. But the crazy part about that is now it's a room full of degenerate, nasty Perv motherfuckers, so they be in there doing the same shit to each other. Probably so. That's crazy. Yeah, but you know, on the in in the public population, oh, they get murked. They they yeah, and they gonna do some terrible shit to them. Hell yeah! Before the before the murk, or that once they make them roll out. Yeah, get your shit. Hit that door, nigga. That's crazy. Yeah, my my second Florida man is kind of like a Florida. Uh, group. Okay. It's, it's Florida men. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Alright. Fort Lauderdale police chief fired for alleged minority first practices when hiring and promoting employees. Oh. Okay. He's a black man. Oh, okay. And they fired him for wanting to hire other black people. He wasn't doing it smooth enough. You're supposed to do yeah. two, then one. Yeah. One, then, then another one. You know what I mean? <laughs> According to CNN, a Florida city has fired its police chief for alleged minority first practice related to hiring and promoting employees. Last week, Fort Lauderdale fired its first, fired his police chief, Larry Schicerotu, who has been the chief for less than a year, following complaints of discriminatory, discriminatory, discriminatory practices. In the report obtained by CNN, it was determined that during his tenure as police chief, 
he practiced an approach that was unfairly focused on minority candidates during the promotion and hiring process. In one conversation, it was said that he referred to the wall, the wall, displaying former command staff photos as being too white and also saying, I'm going to change that. Nothing wrong with that. Bro, they fired this man for doing exactly what they did. What the white folks been doing for years and years and years and years. So my Florida man is fuck you to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The police is this is that's man. Your first one was it. Nigga beating his dick at 9 a.m. with Starbucks. Not <laughs> American flag. Top tier, nigga. And you said the nigga was in white drawers and t-shirts and like flip-flops. And nigga came to Starbucks with the intent. He came comfy. He came in dick beating attire. And, and looked you in the eye. Yeah. You, would you feel raped at that point? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you you jacking your mackin. And staring me in my eye, <coughs> just assaulted me. But the bitch recorded it for you 10 should, minutes. You should be <laughs> incarcerated. And if she made a 10 minute long video, she's disgusting. She is disgusting. Time out, don't do that in here. What the fuck is she She said, doing? Oh no, stop, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Ah, that's crazy. Every time you go, I say stop. Every time you stop, I say go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, that's nasty nigga. No, that's top tier, bro. That's, <laughs> that's top tier nasty nigga shit. <laughs> hey, man, we back with uh, one of my favorite parts of the show, which is the Melanated Magnificence. Yes, sir. Give y'all some positivity from time positivity. to time. We gotta, we gotta spring this. Life's about balance. Yeah, we gotta spring some positivity and all this confusion, <laughs> and, and evil debauchery. I kick mine off, man, with Mister Curtis Jenkins. Uh oh, Mister Curtis Jenkins is an elementary school bus driver mm. who, at some point in time in the year. Randomly asked every kid on this bus what they wanted for Christmas. Okay. Well, he went out and bought all them kids what they wanted. Oh, shit. For all of his bus routes. Curtis Jackson, Curtis Jenkins, a driver for Lake Highland Elementary in order to asked each kid what he wanted on his bus route for Christmas. With his old money and with the help of a few community members who found out what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't ask for any help. They just kind of figured out what he was doing and okay. chipped in. Like, hey, me buying the kids? He bought every single one of those kids at least one of the gifts that they wanted. The total was 70 gifts. Yeah. The students found out about the gifts when they were picked up at school on December 21st before they went off to Christmas break. That's what's up. Yeah. So, Mr. Curtis Jenkins is just a Dope individual who gets my. Oh, that's cool right my there. Money and mag, man. There's people like that in the world still. Shit, yeah. that's always good, man. Ain't it? It's always good to hear just to hear some shit like that, man. There's so much evil and 
lack of caring for others and shit. When you hear somebody just wish like that, it just feels good. Uh, yeah. I got a double duo here. I got Mia Wilson and Rico Ozuna Harrison. They are either students or former students, uh, or graduate students, I should say, of the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Both of them are 22. So they created the uh, university, spelled capital Y, capital O, capital U, University Beauty Vending Machine. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, so... Basically, what they did is they uh, saw the need for black black uh, hair care supplies and, okay. and, and beauty supplies and shit like that. Okay. And what they were saying that it was like a forty five minute ride somewhere to a city that had that other than going to Walmart on the street, which really didn't have too much black beauty. You yeah, know what I'm saying? As much. Yeah, and. Uh, so they ended, they ended up creating this, this vending machine. Oh, okay. So it's uh the University Beauty Vending Machine. It's a beauty it's a beauty supply vending machine settled in the basement of the university union building. It's a common student or that's a basically erotic students ain't yeah, got that common area. Yeah, the vending machine sells hair oils, do rags, bonnets, hair ties, brushes, and other needed items with prices similar to beauty stores. Shit that we need for us. Right. So uh, they, they, they don't make it too much on top. Right. Uh, do-rags are $5, while castor oil sells for $10. And Ozuna Harrison showed off the vending machine and his products on the TikTok yeah. video in January. That's dope. Yeah, that's real dope, man. You know, a supply and demand. Hell yeah. You capitalize... You see the knees. Yeah, knees. Capitalize on. <laughs> you see they uh let to get off subject. It was still on subject because they were a melanated maggots a little while ago. Remember we was talking about the um them building that the the grocery store that them two younger black men are in charge of the indie fresh or fresh indie. over here the old uh Valley City. City. Yeah. So, they, so they knocked they started they knocked down Valley City the other day? No, I ain't been past her yet. Yeah, they started they started construction. They did That's they knocked up. down the Value City building last week. Mm-hmm. So they about to start the construction on their grocery store. Cool beans. That we was talking about. Shit, they better get some security. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming they're gonna be they, I mean they got to know what they what they had. Yeah. Especially with some niggas running it. They got to have some type of implications. Yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, shout out to it was just well, when I thought when you thought about supply and demand, because you know, it's <laughs> Full blown food desert. Hell yeah! You gotta go outsource. You gotta go to different damn cities to get yeah, food. Especially grocery since, stores. Especially since they, uh, especially in that area down there, when they since they closed the Kroger and Denver Plaza, mm-hmm. ain't shit over there. Now. Ain't nothing over there. Nah, well, nope, it's not over there. They gotta go up the street by two miles to go to that uh, the Walmart. That Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, and then the Myers on Keystone yeah, or whatever. Some shit on. 10th Street and shit like that, but like yeah. in that vicinity, if you don't have a car, you hit. You hit. Yeah, you ain't shit walking to that stores. shit. <laughs> yeah. And that's trash. You ain't getting no produce. No produce. Mm. All processed bullshit. Yeah. And it's halfway outdated. <laughs> <laughs> my, was that it for your millionaire? Yeah, that was it for this one. All right, my um, second one goes to a Yara Shahidi. Okay. She is... The star 
she's the oldest daughter, Zoe, the character Zoe Johnson, <clears throat> on the sitcom Blackish. Okay. And on the spinoff series Grownish. All right. With uh, with Anthony Anderson and um, uh, not Lisa, Tracy. Tracy. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Ross. Yeah, she's the oldest daughter. Okay. She is now a Harvard graduate. That's what's up. That's real what's up. So even through that's, working, that's law school, right? Yeah. Well, you, yeah. It's, yeah. Predominantly law. Yeah, predominantly. But she has been a consistent working actress since two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. She's been into Blackish was from two thousand fourteen to two thousand twenty two. Grownish is from 2018 to present. They're still going. Okay, still going, yeah. Still filming. She has, she, her first movie was in 09, called Imagine That. Another one in 2018 called Smallfoot. Uh, Time was in 2016. Like, she's a, she's a working actress. Yeah. Who, um, she's 22. She's in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay. And she is now. A Harvard graduate. Shit, that's what's up. Did it say what her degree is in? Nope. Okay. And uh, randomly through hitting her Wikipedia, she is Nas's little cousin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> shout out to that. Shout out to that. She is, she is Nas's little cousin. You know, your Wikipedia just be having people are doing but yeah I don't I don't know what what she what she got but shit that's dope that multitasking shit and having people behind you pushing you yeah not only that you know not only that she had the financial backing but still just to still want to go on and do something with yourself yeah she uh her brother was a child actor. Huh. Well, that's a wormhole. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> she got a brother who's a child actor who was in Alex Cross and the First Family and Blackish and Uncle Buck and Uncle Buck, damn. Yeah. The one with uh Mike Epps. Oh, I ain't seen that, that one. That, that, that didn't last long. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. Shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to that. Uh, I got Paris McKenzie. Um, her headline goes, 16-year-old makes history as youngest black owner of beauty supply store. Uh, this young lady is currently juggling a beauty supply store in a salon and a salon while tackling her education. At 16. At 16. She's dope. Um, let's see. It says, according to her interviews, her mother opened the salon a few months after giving birth to her. Paris grew up helping around the store. And took it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said from, it says from as early as the age of 10, she'd mastered cleaning the barber tools, wiping down the salon chairs, and shampooing the client's hair. Within a couple of years, her mother asked her to color and install wigs. Uh, so this is, and it says, this start at the salon led her to working with clients 
when she wasn't in school. Uh, she knows that she saved all the money she earned because she had no responsibilities to take care of. And since the money would be integral to the next step in her life, it's a good thing that she did. Mm. I mean, that's how she opened up the spot. That's how she ended up opening up two spots. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the building that it's in, they're downstairs, but it has two more floors upstairs. She bought she one bought of them. She bought both of those. Yeah, she bought one of them. No, one of them. No, she did. She bought both of them. And then it's like one is a beauty salon and the other one's like for hair and shit. So she got makeup and shit too. Uh, Shout out to her. What's her name? Paris. Where'd it go? Paris McKenzie. Shout out to Paris McKenzie. She's dope. She's Six, dope. Yeah, 16. Okay. Just like uh, we were talking about the dude last week that his mom gave him uh, for his birthday to three properties. Mm-hmm. But she did this herself, so she saved all her money. Because she ain't had no responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to that. My next one is LeBron James. Yeah, the nigga got the best flaming Hot uh, Ruffles. What? Yeah, they got the, it's, it's the sour cream and, uh, sour cream and cheddar flaming Hots. Is that his shit? Yeah. Okay. And he's hard to find. <laughs> AD, his shit's sitting on the shelf. What the, are they? Jalapeno lime or some shit oh. like that. And then there's another one. I can't think of this dude's name. But uh, those are barbecue flaming hot. And they're oh, horrible. Okay. Trash. 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 Okay. Well, that's not why he's getting black excellence. But okay. <laughs> he just became the first player in NBA history. Yeah. To have 10,000 or more points, rebounds, and assists in his career. The first person in history? Yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah, the first person in NBA history in all the 75 years of the NBA. So nobody can say he's selfish? No. He has currently standing, he has 30,000 career points. Yeah. 10,000 career rebounds, 10,000 career assists. Damn. That's dope as fuck. And it's a dope-ass video of him uh, signing the the ball from the game. Okay. Like LeBron, 10K, 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 game ball shit. I don't know what he did with the ball. I don't know if he kept it for his, and it was Instagram. <laughs> that motherfucker said one of one. Wow. It can never be done again because it, it can't be. Nah. It can be repeated. Yeah, but it can't be redone. Yeah, yeah, because he's the first. Unless somebody scores more than him, it doesn't matter. Really, he's the first. Oh, okay. Player to ever you if you did it, you'd be the second. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so shout out to him for. I know he gets a lot of flack, but goddammit. I mean, that's a good man, man. Listen, man. When, I don't hate LeBron. When he, when his career is done, he'll probably get the, like, the all-around flyers he deserves. Hell yeah. But, like, right now, people still just hate. <laughs> They're going to, man. Yeah, but when, it, when it's all done and he's not out there playing anymore, yeah. he'll get what he deserves. He needs to go into movies. He, shit, he's making movies. <laughs> It's um well just that space jam, right? 
Nah, you know his um. They got shows. They got movies. They got oh, um, man. What the fuck was the name of that goddamn show? Mike Epps actually left LeBron James in that first show to do that Uncle Buck shit, and it didn't last long. You talking about the podcast? No, 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 no. It was a show on Showtime. Oh, I didn't know that. They um, we talked about it one time on here, man. Uh, it's him and I think Maverick Carter, his right hand man, the 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 the, the accountant. Who? No, no, no. The one that's the um sports agent and shit. Man. Okay. They got uh, they got a production company called Something Hill. Spring Hill. Okay. Spring Hill, Spring Hill Company. And they, um, yeah, it's him and Maverick Carter, like I thought. They got, they got The Shop, which is the show that's on HBO. Mm-hmm. They be in the barbershop talking shit. See, I always thought that was a podcast. I always called clips of it. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's a, it's a show, episode by episode. But, uh, they did a What's My Name, the Muhammad Ali documentary that came mm. out a few years back on HBO. Okay. They did that. The um, the Dreamland, the Burning of Black Wall Street oh, that's documentary them? on that. They did that. Space Jam, they did that. Uh, the new House Party movie that's coming out. Oh, okay. They did that. Some shit called uh, Hustle that was on Netflix. Huh. I seen that. They did that. Here's some shit called Black Ice, Blood Count, The New Kid. Then uh, on television, Survivor's Remorse that was on uh, Stars. Okay. With Camp Calloway. It was, it was basically, it was like, he was a, it was a story of a basketball player that uh, got drafted mm-hmm. and his like life story. Mike guess was his uncle. To to what's what's Pam name for Martin? That's uh, to Sheena Arnold. <clears throat> she was his mama. Like it was, it's really uh-huh. it's really fucking good. It's called Survivor's Remorse. It was on for like three or four seasons. The the show The Wall that's on M- N- NBC. It's been on since 2016 to right now. The Wall, the, the game the, show, the game show. Okay, that's their shit. Shut up and dribble. The documentary that was on Showtime about. <laughs> like fuck y'all we not just right they did that, that. that lady talking that yeah. the shop they did that the million dollar mile was on CBS they did this self made on Netflix the playbook on Netflix the the crossover which is on Disney Plus they did that mm. it's all from their company that's what's up him and Mary Carter shit I ain't know yeah yeah, a lot of them don't fuck with. So. Yeah, but they, they they in rotation. That's what's up. That's one of the reasons why that nigga moved went to one to play so bad in L.A. Because that's where a lot of his right. business is at. Yeah, he did say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't just to go out there and get no ring. Nah, even though he did. Smart. Goddamn, bitch, it's just easier to conduct fucking business. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my that's so LeBron James. He gets my. <laughs> He got three rings with three three different teams. Four. But he do got three rings with three different teams. Okay. He got two with the Heat. And one with the Cleveland. One with the, one with the Cavs. And then one with the Lakers. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh my last melanated man goes to a Miss Jillian Hishaw. 
She's a black lawyer who became an author. And she is now ranked 28. She's ranked 28th in black history books ever written. Oh. Yeah. She wrote a book. She's a black lawyer. So she already accomplished that. Right. <clears throat> she wrote a book called Systemic Land Theft. And it outlines <clears throat> the history of land wealth and loss in the black communities. It was ranked one of the top 28 black history books ever written. Yeah. Hmm. And she's a lawyer. Who just Systemic to land. land theft. About how, because you know, back, you know, we just have some land and the proper paperwork ain't done and we was going to take it and all. Uh, you, uh, it's, a, it's a show called Queen Sugar, if you've ever seen it. I've heard that. They be going through that type of shit on there because, you know, the land been in the family for so long. Because, you know, this is our land, but niggas wasn't making deeds and all this. They yeah. were doing handshakes and all this other weird shit. And, right. Yeah. Systemic land theft. Shout out to Miss Julian Hill. Shout out for, first of all, becoming a lawyer. Second yeah. of all, writing a book. Third of all, becoming one of the ranked twenty eighth in the most important Black history books ever written. That's what's up. Anything before fifty? Yeah. Anything before fifty? And then before fifty, you you in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See ya. I think that's it for my millionaires. Okay. And that was time for my. My actual favorite part of the show. <laughs> them, them fecal. Them weekly fecals. That fecal behavior. Yeah, I go ahead and kick him off, man. This is uh, Oops. Brennan Murphy. He's 20. I believe he's from Louisiana. It says here, Louisiana man allegedly killed girlfriend. No, excuse me. Louisiana man allegedly killed pregnant girlfriend. Then threw her two-year-old son off a bridge to his death. Jesus Christ. Uh, Louisiana man was arrested after allegedly admitting to shooting and killing his pregnant girlfriend. Then throwing her toddler son off a bridge to his death. Uh, Brendan Murphy was taken into custody on Monday. Charged two counts of first degree uh, for the slaying of Kaylin Johnson, 24, and her two-year-old son, Caden Johnson. And this is in Baton Rouge. God damn. Uh... They say that Murphy confessed to killing, to killing Kaylin in front of Caden, and dumping her body in the woods with the boy still in the car. He then reportedly threw Caden from a bridge while the toddler was still alive and crying. God damn! Uh, he, yeah, he. So he confessed to killing and shooting and killing Caitlin in the parking lot of a, of his apartment complex on North or Harold's Ferry Road. Murphy then allegedly ditched the gun in the same wooded area where Caitlin was found. Caitlin's son was reportedly in the car with his, when his yeah because he was in the car with his mother. His mother was shot and then buried or dumped off. And then after disposing that uh, this report states that after disposing of his girlfriend's body and the murder weapon, 
He drove to the central throughway where he threw Caden off the bridge and said, What the fuck? Yeah. So he confessed to all of it. Nigga, there is a special place in hell for that nigga. And it says that, uh, yeah, he, he, if anybody wants to know, he was not the biological son, I mean, father of, of Caden. And, uh, Caitlin was pregnant with his son. Well, excuse me, with, her, with his daughter. So he was the new baby daddy. Mm-hmm. And she was six months pregnant. God dang. Yeah, horrible. Nigga, it is a special, special place in hell for that nigga. Yeah, he's, he's got two pay. Ah, boy, I hope. I hope they get a hold of him. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Can't panic. <laughs> Nigga, shit. All right. Big um, juicy. Here we go. A 83-year-old trans- transgender serial killer was arrested after hiding dismembered body parts. What? Dismembered? 83-year-old transgender. 83? Yeah. Uh, here we go. That strength like that? That's 83-year-old Transgender woman named Harvey McQuillan, McQuillan, has been arrested in connection to a severed torso with missing limbs that was found in an abandoned shopping cart less than a block away from her Brooklyn apartment. The dismembered body parts is said to have belonged to 68-year-old woman named Susan Layden. Uh-huh. Police tied Marcellin to the slang after they reviewed surveillance footages of Layden walking into the infamous serial killer's apartment where she was never seen alive again. The camera also captured the footage of killing disposing various body parts, information that was later confirmed with police warrant. Law enforcement reportedly discovered the human head Damn. After executing a search warrant, upon further review, the police investigation also revealed they informant kept the electro- electric saw that she allegedly used to sever the victim's body parts in her apartment as well. While the NYPD has yet to recover all of the victim's remains, they did find Layden's missing legs a few days into the investigation, and the case is still open. Damn. Marcellian, Marcellian previously served over 50 years in state prison for two separate incidences, incident, incidents in which she murdered two ex-girlfriends. The 83-year-old served a 20-year sentence after killing an ex-girlfriend who wanted to leave her in 1963. <laughs> after being released in 1984, Damn. she fatally stabbed another girlfriend less than a year after she was released and was convicted of first-degree manslaughter. According to the records, she was released from the upstate correctional facility in 2019, and now she's going back again for murdering. As of now, she's being held without bail at Rockers Island. Her court date regarding the case is expected to take place March 10th. It's a pretrial to book the Supreme Court. That's an 83. Still just a killing, motherfuckers. 
Damn. First, first time she took him off for guy was in 1963. Right. And she killed the nigga in 84. Oh. Nigga, they don't take her, nigga. She been out two years. Nigga, she was out a year before that. Nigga, she gonna kill, nigga. Damn. That's fucked up. You gotta blame the system on that And letting motherfuckers out somebody get killed. You should be able to sue the city on that. Something. Damn. Yeah. Especially the third one out of the second one. Maybe the third one? The third one? You know she was up to it. That the second murder nigga was there. That's the year I was bored. Right. That motherfucker served. That motherfucker served. 83. Served 50 years of her life in prison, nigga. And every time she get out, she just, she kill a motherfucker. Bam. He, though. Uh, Yeah. He, she. So it was a, a, a female that transitioned to a male? No. No? Man, the transition to a... Because it said it had girlfriends, so that's why I was... Hey, I don't know. It is, it is what it is. Yeah. It's confusing. But what's not confusing is that murder. Was a murderer. <laughs> Full blown goddamn murderer. Oh, man. Damn. I Shit. <laughs> well... Moving on, I got a... Uh, you know with it. Your goddamn Florida man was way better than mine, man. Keep it moving, baby. He's the perverted homelander. <laughs> the, the, my Florida man. You jacking off in front of the, the American flag. <laughs> uh, I got Valerie... Valerie... I don't Valerie, come back. Yeah. Valerie Rosario. She's 22 of Manhattan, New York. Okay. Woman accused of torturing Instagram date on Facebook Live what? until he was barely breathing for a hundred K ransom. What? Yeah. A twenty two year old woman has appeared in Manhattan's criminal court on attempted murder charges after she allegedly kidnapped her Instagram date for twenty four hours and demanded a hundred K ransom from his family. Uh says that uh Tuesday that Valerie Rosario was arrested last month after a man was assaulted at her address in the Bronx. The Bronx. <laughs> court documents seen by the New York Post says Rosario, who appeared in court for her arraignment on Thursday, had met her victim on Instagram before they arranged to meet at her apartment on Marble Hill Avenue. Mm. Shortly after 1 a.m. arrival at her home, uh, Rosario and her accomplices began to torture him for several hours by taping his mouth and they placed him in a bathtub, poured flammable substances on him, and burned him with a flame. Jesus Christ. Uh, he was also struck with a knife around his legs, back, and body, and the suspect demanded a $100,000 ransom from his family for almost 24 hours, including a video call with his brother demanding payment. The uh, police later found the male victim in the back of a van in Queens, along with an accomplice, 24-year-old Javier Vargas, who was sitting in the vehicle with a knife. <laughs> the victim was, meanwhile, found barely breathing and unconscious, wrapped in a blanket with tape covering his mouth. What the fuck? Uh, the victim received treatment at, at an area hospital in stable condition. And that a third man, 24-year-old Michael Candelario, 
was also arrested on attempted murder, assault, robbery, and kidnapping charges. Uh, the victim target the victim was targeted because they wanted to scam him for money after seeing his Instagram account where he flashed his wealth. Uh, Mr. Rosario will appear in court again on Tuesday, which is this past Tuesday, and her lawyer told the newspaper that she denies all the allegations that have been leveled against her. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you need to do it. Yeah, she's been held in the jail, so. So you know the nigga's alive. The nigga you did it to, he's still alive. Like, he's going to tell who did it. And she wasn't a cute chick anyway. She's ugly. She looked like, like the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If they gave her, when they be giving her different he went, faces. He went with her, though. She probably got a nice little body. Probably so. Probably smelled good. Mm-hmm. But she brought them, and them stinky gorillas with her. Yeah, he never got a chance to find out. She felt good. Nope, like Buddy earlier. Well, he he did find out. We just don't yeah, know if he don't know if he finished. Yeah, we know if he climaxed. <laughs> All right. My last one. We're gonna keep it in New York. Sick. Uh oh. It's a Yonkers man. Okay, that's close. Yeah, his name is Tamil Esco. Forty two. Okay. What this brother did. I watched the video. Okay. My man brutally beat a 67-year-old Asian woman for no apparent reason at all. I'm provoked. I'm provoked. I saw the video. She walked into her building and was pressing the elevator. Yeah. Had her little old lady cart with her. Right. Did she? <laughs> My nigga walked in. Yelled out, you Asian bitch, and punched her. And then when she hit the ground, he commenced to punching her 125 more times. Uh-huh. What? 125 Bro, more times? That nigga just stood over her, rocking her shit. Then when he got sick of punching her, he stood up and started stomping her. Damn. Yeah. The youngest man has been charged with a hate crime and the brutal beating of 64-year-old Asian-American woman who was stomped and punched more than 125 times while being called an Asian bitch. Tamil Esco, 42, was charged with assault, attempted murder, assault and attempted murder in the horrific Friday evening attack. The entire assault was caught on surveillance camera. Jesus. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. Oh, woman? Did, did my man just turned around and walked back out the building like he didn't just do that. Like nobody else seen it? Like, yeah. I mean. I don't know if he saw the camera because nobody else in like. That, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Was anybody else in nah. proximity or anything? Like, we hit the, she's curled up in the corner. He's just over oh. beating the shit out of her. He's big too. Yeah, big old, big old nigga. She had it done something to him prior because he seemed like he knew her. Asian bitch and just huh. yeah that's fucked up yeah he's really freaking for that one yeah beat up man, let's go he's a, just be mad at the old lady man don't beat up the old lady man, man he punched and kicked that woman 125 times bro I watched the video shit that's some sickening shit to watch you know some sickening shit to watch bro 
That's crazy. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well, that's the fake before the week. That's the fake before the week, bro. Yeah. Okay, we got we covered all the bases, bro. I think that's it's done. Yeah, we done. And shit, you know, like we, we, we repeating, like and subscribe. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hit the notification bell, leave some comments, shoot some emails, do something, let us know something. Holler at us. Appreciate all y'all. Appreciate everybody. You know what I'm saying? We slowly but surely growing, but we growing, so. You know what I'm saying? 60, 70 y'all out there that can uh, that, that can uh, get notifications and all that, and mm -hmm. we appreciate it. You know what I mean? I'm saying uh, this weather breaking, but we'll, we will be offering other things besides just sitting on this couch talking crazy. Oh, but of course. We'll be moving around doing some other shit. You know Indiana, man. You know where we at, man. You know ain't shit happening in the wintertime. Ain't shit happening in the wintertime. <laughs> Indian summers. They like yeah, to go back yeah. to, to, to snow and ice yeah, next week. Ain't shit happening in the wintertime. Just man. enjoying it for the time being. We're going to move around <laughs> and do some other shit when, you know, when the when shit break. Hell yeah. Other mm. than that shit, I'm that guy PM. I'm Big Cash who is extremely tired. <laughs> Recording this is all Hell yeah. Well, y'all be easy and take care and all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs>